The Lead Story is proudly brought to you by Alex Forbes. Alex Forbes, insight, advice, impact. Welcome to the Business Report. Tonight, I'm speaking to Ulrich Hansen from Win Win Namibia. Good evening, Ulrich. Hey, good evening, David. How are you doing? Good, thanks. And you? Great stuff. We can't complain. So let's start off then with uh, who you are. Maybe not you personally as Ulrich, but uh, as Win Win Namibia. Right. Uh, that's always an interesting question. So Win Win came to market in 206 in November. Um, obviously, looking at the industry, then we were looking at what do we do different? We don't just want to be an advertising agency. Mm. We base ourselves on this premise. We don't just do the beautiful pictures. So we came into the market saying, okay, fresh, different. We brought brand activation as a medium into the market. Um, I've always loved the quote by Love Mombigi saying, in Africa, you can't affect change with a memo. So we, we looked at it and we said, but advertising is so Eurocentric. You know, mm. it's memos and memos and memos. Is it in tune with the African way of doing things. So we brought in a big activations team. We actually employed theater and drama graduates, mm. about eight to 10 of them. Uh, we were lucky that we landed these, uh, at that stage they were called Cell One. We landed mm-hmm. that client and we traveled throughout the country with these, with this particular team, literally taking people's mobile phones, putting new SIM cards in <laughs> and saying, how about you give this a go, you know? Mm. <laughs> so you can see um, our, our thinking was, yeah, was totally, was totally different. Yeah. Guerrilla advertising. <laughs> exactly. Um, personally, I have a big passion for market research. And it's one of the issues in Namibia is that we don't have facts and figures mm. that we can just pull saying, oh, this is import ratios, that's export ratios. So when we started to become this flowery mixture of taking, collecting data, taking this data and just finding new ways to, to get into the market spaces. Okay. So the reason that uh, I got in touch with you guys to talk to you is because I saw your really interesting Namport campaign. How did you come to represent Namport? Right. So that, that's a quick, that's an interesting one. <laughs> so um, we were off doing a brand audit for Namport because that's, you know, as I said, Data and research mm. collection is one of my passions. So we were off doing this brand audit for them. Um, and then they put out this RFQ saying, look, we're launching the new container terminal. Um, I think the first thing that appealed to me was the size of the investment that was made in the project. I mean, mm. We were talking about 4.2 billion Namibian dollars. And I was like, wow, okay, that's a good amount. <laughs> <laughs> we, so we... we Entered the process through pu- public procurement, started to, we won the pitch, we started to nego- speak to the client. And I realized that, wow, this is actually, you know, I, it's only when you start to look at these clients and you get all of the data sets mm-hmm. together and you realize, wow, we're actually blessed with such our positioning makes that we should actually be ruling trade in SADC mm. in particular, and not just in SADC, in Africa, basically. Uh, so yeah, long and short, that's how we got in. Um, so I've watched one of your videos. I mean, I've, I've been to Volfus. I've seen the new terminals from, you know, different sides driving into town, uh, from the sort of yacht club side of town, from the water on the boats and everything. And you look at it and you, you see it's massive, uh, but watching the video that you guys had, sort of the time-lapse of reclaiming land from the ocean, it it brings it into a whole new perspective. So, tell us a bit about what the campaign for Namport actually entailed. Right. So, so the whole campaign was based up, upon this premise that we want to become Africa's express hub, 
to prosperity. Mm. And when I say we, we're talking about Namibia in, mm. in general. Like I'm saying, if you look at geographically how we're positioned, whether it's the Americas, whether it's Europe, uh, whether it's Asia, we just have sort of direct, you have direct access mm. both into SADC as well as out of SADC, basically. And I think exactly what you mentioned now, what appealed to me is it's this small corner of the world where it looks like nothing is mm. happening. But if you look at the value of the trade that flows in and out of that window, then it's just a, a wow story. Obviously, the land reclamation was one of the, the first big things that appealed to all of us saying, wow, there was nothing. And all of a sudden, <laughs> there's this massive infrastructure where... I mean, the, the amount of containers that they that they can process and the trade value of that cargo that goes through there is billions and billions mm. of, of dollars, basically. And you look at that and you say, well, from nothing to this, it's absolutely stunning. And I think a lot of times as Namibians, we don't celebrate those achievements, you know. Had we been anywhere else in the world, your, every country would have been just sh screaming and mm. shouting, this is what we do. But I think... The international community likes us because of that humbleness that we have, you know, where um, I think there's about two or three places in the world, especially uh, Southeast Asia, where re land reclamation is being done on mm. this scale. But that's about it. And we are head on head with those countries then. You talk about not singing our praises. Uh, was your campaign more of an international focus, though, to attract foreigners here? Uh, you know, we, we haven't really seen much of that sort of internal praise singing and, and, and advertising for Namport within the country. Yeah, uh, that's that's what I call the blessing and the curse of being Namibian. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so if you look at it... Um, with 3.5 million people. Mm. It's speculated that with 3.5 million people yeah, we'll in the country. Results. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so um, there, there's not, there's only that much you can do. I mean, to scale it, if you look at uh, Soweto, 12 million mm. people, the entire country of Namibia, 3.5 <laughs> million people. Okay. <laughs> so uh, what, what happens is because of the scale, we need to get access to other markets. Mm. So now if you look at Zambia, if you look at uh, DRC, if you look at Congo, those are really the markets. These are the guys that feels the effect of the service that we deliver as this as the small country, mm. basically. So like I'm saying, it's a blessing and a curse. Because, and because of that scale, we can move fast. Mm. And what's the one thing you want in trade? You don't want delays. You don't want, <laughs> you don't want congestion. Yeah, you know? I mean, we saw that last year with Durban. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I think that's the blessing, although it's a curse. And as a result, we can't really blow ourselves up in, internally. Mm. It's, it's merely a question of scales of economy, basically. Okay. Uh, so one other question, though, we're talking about the container terminal in Volfus Bay. Does the campaign for Namport include Ludritz in any way? Right. At, at this stage, the emphasis is simply on the, the new port uh, container terminal, mm. basically. Um, interestingly, I mean, this um, started in 2017. It really boomed in 2019. Ludritz was not as big yeah. on the cards right now. And obviously things things are starting to change. And um, I can sort of foresee that I think Ludritz will have to invest in a container uh, terminal similar to that mm. or even bigger quite. And I think that's around the corner to, okay. to happen. Yeah, um, Just a quick fact. Um, funny enough, currently the container terminal is only at 20% capacity. Sure. 
However, that's already a, mm. a, 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 a massive figure that you're talking about volumes wise. But it shows you that I think it's worthwhile that we invested, that the country invested so much in it. And you can see the steady incline, basically. So we know with, with agencies and clients, you know, there, there is a pitch process that, that repeats. Uh, you're not always guaranteed of, of business for eternity. But saying that you guys do stay on for the long term, what is that long term strategy for the campaign for Namport uh, and how, you know, how to sort of get Namport onto that global map? Yep. Look, um, keeping all fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, should this continue in that direction? Obviously, from a strategic perspective, I have always said it's important that we don't just import creative ideas into Namibia, but we get onto a platform where we can start to mm. export. I honestly believe Nampot is the ideal client to allow us to materialize that dream. Um, another principle that I have is that you have to start in your own backyard. So I can foresee... Namport becoming a regional player first and most foremost, dominating the SADC market and then and gradually then getting into the global mm. arena, basically. So I know that you don't represent Namport specifically, you know, from a company, you know, point of view and, and right. their strategies and their business decisions. But how would your strategy of representing Namport, you know, how, how may it have or already have or, or may have to uh, be changed due to the recent events affecting world shipping. We're seeing a lot more traffic. Yep. No, we, we, we're definitely seeing a hell of a lot more traffic in, in, in that regard. But look, our strategy is always to play local, but be able to be recognized on an international scale. Now, obviously, um, as an expansion part, I would have thought that, you know what, should they continue on this route, it gives Win-Win Namibia the opportunity to start to play into that international domain, you know, and grow with them into, into that domain. Creating, pardon the pun, a win-win scenario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and sort of just putting that message out, like, you know, you guys are feeling unsafe in, in the Red Sea area. We've got safe waters. Exactly. I mean, that, that has always been, like I said, the blessing and the curse. Small numbers, safe waters, mm. good regulation. Um, you, you can't overlook the corridor group, mm -hmm. stunning roads that we have. Um, it's just with a, with a perfect wife. <laughs> <laughs> so I know we're focusing on the uh, container terminal. You've said your campaign for Namport focuses for the moment yeah. on the container terminal. But I've seen in, uh, that the passenger volumes are actually also increasing. We're seeing more passenger ships coming in. Is there a long-term strategy to partner with the tourism industry? I, I, and I'm speaking, uh, like you said, I can't speak on their <laughs> yeah. behalf, uh, but I'm quite aware that there's good strategic alliances um, between the Mobia Tourism Board as well as the port. Uh, I've seen a couple of visits that, that, that was done there. Um, so I'm aware that there's quite a good synergy between mm. them. Um, and I, although I do think when it comes to local tourism, you know, capitalizing from the, the, Warfish based Swakop Moon mm -hmm. community a lot more should be should be done on a more proactive scale. But just again, my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> well, as a win win opinion, then would you enjoy going to the uh, international travel shows to to sort of represent Namport and and have a campaign for that kind of representation? Absolutely, I I think that is uh, that's the 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 absolute 
jewel in the in 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 in, in the crown if you can take your client to those type of platforms you know and and give them sort of that how do you put it um bring help them bring those accolades mm. back home basically we definitely would not say no i think we we've been blessed uh we have done it for a couple of clients uh before um where we have been allowed to go with them showcase what they're doing how they're profiling the country mm. uh, currently my, my 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 core focus is domestic and i always say we see a lot of the guys from the regions going abroad um and i've been privy to have traveled a little bit with these guys and you won't believe how many times i've sat on the plane taken their presentations and reworked them <laughs> <laughs> simply because you know i i i say you need to sell us as to who we really are mm. the crown jewel in this equation basically Well, Uri, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us and we look forward to carrying on watching that Namport journey. Great stuff. Thank you, David. And yeah, uh, I I can only say watch the space. More is coming. Um all of the other industries are booming. I think it's going to be a brilliant year for everybody in this country. There we go. Right. Thank you. Thank you. The lead story was proudly brought to you by Alex Forbes. Alex Forbes, insight, advice, impact.